Hey there, Bob Beatty Barr from the Bob and Kevin Show coming at you with a funny little intro story here before the episode. So you'll notice the early banter of this episode. We're talking about some new technology that I got for recording an episode. Well, I got it all set up and uh, in the pre-setup for the recording, I actually selected the wrong mic input. So you hear us talking about um, waveforms and the tech behind how this amplification all works. And you'll notice that my audio sounds a little bit like garbage because I was speaking to a mic in the wrong place, in the wrong direction, and uh, not really designed to do what we're doing here on the Bob and Kevin Show. So uh, without further ado, I'll let you listen to the episode and you can laugh your butt off at my silliness and the talk about audio. But uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the rest of the episode and uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. Thanks. So there I am watching the Zuckerberg hearings and I see trending. Joe Rogan has marathon, you know, blah, blah, blah with uh, uh, Edward Norton. Right. That's his name, right? Ed Norton. Uh, He's the, uh, you know, the Snowden Snowden. Snowden. Oh, my gosh. Edward Norton's the actor. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Thank you. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Okay, so. We're not going to talk about Snowden today. We're going to talk about Snowden one day because I think I've tried to kind of push the topic in a little bit here and there, but I'm not sure you've, you've bitten on it yet. So, no, I think I want to listen to this recording or this yes. podcast with Joe first. And then, 100% yeah. because I have thoughts, but I want to reinforce or possibly re-examine some of those thoughts based on what I hear from that. So... That is not what we're talking about today, Bob, is it? That's not what we're talking about right now, at least. So so do you want to go ahead and tease our our topic, or, or do you got anything else on your mind first? Well, I'm just dicking with a bunch of knobs here, sorry. So you've got some new tech there, right? What's it called again, a cloud lifter? I have a new piece of tech, yes. And what does new piece of tech do for the lay listener, which I was until I had to ask you, what the heck is a cloud lifter? It's a cloud lifter and it gives me an extra 25 dBs of clean amplification. So basically I can have everything really gain dialed down on my mic and the cloud lifter takes the input that's really close up. And if you could only see my audio waves right now, they're just such a... A massive improvement. Somewhere so I was in satellite communications. Signal processing was some of the things we did. Uh, decibels, dBs um, are important, but it's, what's more important is your signal to noise ratio, right? So your noise floor as opposed to your signal, right? Right. So we've got a baby noise floor, teeny, weeny, weeny little noise floor, and then my signal is nice and big. And, and we're getting that, or you're getting that, because you have low gain, because the higher, the farther to the right you twist that knob, their noise level comes up, and then your signal-to-noise ratio lessens, and you have that background noise, right? Yeah, so here's something that I've noticed just in the brief uh, two minutes and 35 seconds we've been doing this today, is that because of my gain, my headphones now come into play. So I had to totally deal with some knobs to keep my headphone volume down really? from you. So, okay. So otherwise you hear the bleed. Is that the problem? I could see it. Ooh. Um, I hear you anyway, but I could just see it picking up little right. artifacts. 
this is super nerdy on the fly recording talking about waveforms going by wow (laughs) yeah so interesting but i've also noticed on your tracks although it's better now because you run them through noise gates before you send them to me don't you uh no longer Really? You're not using well, the noise gate? I take, I take that back. That, that's a lie, Bob. I've just lied <laughs> to you. I am sorry. I used to use a soft um, or a virtual noise gate. Now I use a hardware one. So um, it's, so you're doing it before it goes in. Exactly. So you can see nice. these blinky lights down here. And this is the noise gate on my left over here. And I have an equalizer. So the signal chain is microphone uh, to my uh behringer 16 channel board i'm where i only have one input i'm going out of that and i'm very flat on there it has an eq very flat i'm going into my noise gate and then the noise gate also has a compressor in there so not only my gating i'm also compressing so when i don't talk the the noise level should go down to a threshold where you should not be able to hear anything here, like the background noise. And then from there, I go into my EQ where I give myself that 70s bass sound. Do you do you bass it up? I do, because in real life, I don't sound this amazing, I don't think. so. <laughs> I, I run a little EQ on my channel as well, after the fact. Well, uh, just, a, just a tiny bit. So I Googled, so what is an EQ supposed to be for a voice for talking? Because, you know, the human voice hits certain frequencies and I've got, oh, I'm looking at about 16 channel frequencies here. And basically it says, oh, you want this range to be up, this range to be suppressed, this one up again. So it's kind of like that bass mid treb, treble thing. And so I just found some random dude's article and that's what I'm set at right now. So for better or for worse, that's my setup. I think our sound's pretty good at the end of the day. Although it's interesting that you compress because I do run a tiny little bit of podcast compression before we go out as well. The main thing is, is if I get really excited, and sometimes I do, I, do, <laughs> I don't want to peak. Um, so it, it works as a limiter. Um, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies. I, <laughs> oh, wait, that's not what we're talking about. No. So... Um, yeah, so check out our tech of sex episode. I think that's episode five at zero. Uh, no, four nine. Forty nine, I think. You should listen to them both. Anyway. <laughs> yes. You are listening to the Bob and Kevin Show with Bob Beattybar and Kevin Gishesky. Each week, we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. Our website is bobandkevin.show, and our episodes can be found virtually on any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. All right. um, So I found this article the other day. Actually, it may have been yesterday. It's labeled the 22nd, so we'll go with that. Bob, do you know what the plural of attorney general is? I learned this recently. Attorneys general. Yes. Because the attorney is the thing that would be multiples of. There wouldn't be generals, correct? Well, you're right, but I don't know it's the so reason It's so funny that why. we're learning this. Why are we learning this in today's world? Because? Well, because 47 attorneys general are now investigating Facebook for antitrust, which is uh, interesting because today what happened on Capitol Hill, Mr. Baby Bar? 
So, gosh, Facebook is just busy, 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 because today on the Hill, even though some of the questioning or pontificating wasn't necessarily about this, uh, Mark Zuckerberg was on the Hill today defending or trying to get greenlighted for his new Libra cryptocurrency and the Calibra cryptocurrency wallet. Yeah, so full disclosure, I thought when I first heard Calibra, I'm like, oh, they're mispronouncing Libra. And then Bob's like, no, it's the cryptocurrency wallet. But the funny thing is, you could tell throughout the day that the distinguished uh, inquisitors, if you will, um, they were getting it confused a little bit as well. Some of them got it right. Some of them were using it interchangeably. And then I noticed that some of them were only focused on the wallet. Well, no, they just kept saying Calibra. I don't know if it was focused on the wallet or not, but that's what they kept talking about. So in, so Mr. Zuckerberg went to the Hill today. In standard fashion, he sits in a room to take a bunch of photos, and he gets bombarded by Republicans and Democrats. The, the committee, I forget the name well, of the committee. Let's make sure we get this right. Got bombarded by Democrats. Mostly got his Johnson waxed by Republicans. <laughs> I can't disagree. There, there was a couple <laughs> Republicans that I'm like, okay, you guys get it. Thank you for at least participating. There was one guy, and I'll, I'll get to his name. Or actually, I don't know if I have. Yeah, I have his name. He basically took the opportunity to say dad jokes. And I'm just like, this is, <laughs> this is our government at work. Yeah. I like the guy that was Mr. Zuckerberg, because this is totally like political pontificating. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you consider yourself a socialist, socialist <laughs> I know, or right? a what capitalist. capitalist? Yeah. God. Yeah. Like we just suddenly time machine back to the 1950s with the Red Scare. Right. It's like, or, you know, and communism. Oh, are you a commie? You know, no, I'm a capitalist. Well, but it's funny that you mentioned the Red Scare thing, though, because Zuckerberg's early like his whole thing was like, hey, man, we have to do this first. You're like, China's going to totally beat us to the punch. Yeah. So uh, let's let's that's not my Zuckerberg impersonation, by the way. That sounded like <laughs> your Zuckerberg impersonation. No, he's more like, uh, excuse me, Congress people. We should do this before China does. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but he usually had good manners. Thank you, Congresswoman, for asking that question. Do you think he practices that? Like a hundred percent, he does. Make sure you say Congresswoman, Congressman, oh, yeah. Congressperson. Uh, oh yeah. What well, I mean, distinguished, yeah. distinguished leader, <laughs> comrade. Oh wait, no wait, that goes back to the other one. Uh, so, um, set the table a little further. So he was on Capitol Hill for Libra officially. Hey, what the fuck is Libra, and why are my constituents asking me about it? And apparently. Um, we have to have this hearing because it's something, right? Well, they're trying to shut it down. The hearing was basically, I think, to try to get some information from him because I think what Congress is wanting to do is to pump the brakes on this big time until they can learn more about what Facebook's evil plan is. Now, not saying that we told you so, but on a previous Bob and Kevin episode, we covered Libra when it first came out. And I'm trying to get the episode number here. Oh, episode 40. So it's been a decade of de episodes ago. Uh, just 10. I'm just <laughs> trying to be clever there. 
Totally did. Couple months. Totally. Just a couple months episodes. Um, where we where we brought up, hey, this this could be a possible threat to national security. This could be a threat to global economies. And not to toot our own horns, though. We were all over this. Honk right? honk. Yeah, we were totally <laughs> on this one, man. We were we were killing it. So um so yeah, it was interesting. I, I wanted to hear that. You know, because I heard the first Zuckerberg or watched the first Zuckerberg live stream and it was, oh, my God, these people, these people, meaning the Congress folks, have no idea how to put together an intelligent question. And the first thing that I thought of when Maxine Waters, who's the chairwoman, um, started talking, I'm like, wow, first off, she's reading her, her opening statement reads like a indictment. <laughs> and then secondly, yes. um, as she uh, open questioning with Zuckerberg. They were very intelligent questions. And and you could tell she wasn't just like, I don't know, it says this on a note card for my staffer to say to ask. I felt like she was like, oh, wait, she gets it. And I felt like several, um, especially Democrats, were like, no, look, we understand this exactly. So we got questions. Well, I think, and I don't know the answer to this, but I think some of what was going on was, A, I think that this was a committee on finance so that committee is supposed to allegedly have their shit together when it comes to understanding the financial workings of the entire globe, which I think you did feel that way when they were talking about how other, you know, global currencies are leveraged, you know, uh, with the blending of the different currencies, blah, 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 blah. But um, I think that they all took a bunch of heat from those initial hearings about privacy and I think they heard the public outcry of like, you're just a bunch of old people who don't get it. And you're trying to ask questions about tech. And I think they did their homework or their staffers did. It, it just felt like finally we might have some substance to this hearing as opposed to just a, you know, uh, going through the motions. Hey, hey, Mark. Hi. You know, starstruck. Hi, Mark. <laughs> you know, so. Did you hear the one guy toot all their horns about being better prepared for this one or speaking intelligently? Because some one of the Congress people did remark on that. <laughs> I I, uh, I did not. I missed that one. So um, the thing I did catch was Zuckerberg's opening statement. He basically said, hey, the world is underbanked. And I didn't know that was like a verb or whatever. So there's, there's a group of people who are underbanked. I guess that means they have less access to banking services and Libra will help solve it. But I, I think the, well, I think that's his marketing pros it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think the first thing is, is wait a second. Doesn't it just, aren't you just creating your own bank and you're in charge of it? And therefore you're just in charge of the new bank. And a couple of Congress people actually referenced that. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want to go through that whole regulatory thing of being a bank. We are. And it's just like Facebook in itself. We're just a conduit. And this is part of a big like conglomerate where there's, you know, it's a backed currency. Yeah. So uh, Zuck was saying that Libra bucks, Zuck bucks, if you will, because, you know, that's what people will call somebody referred to him as Zuck bucks, too, will be backed one to one with the U.S. dollar. And one thing I want to keep saying, I got to get off my mind, is a lot of these questionings were all American centric, which is fine. This is an American thing. But I think if you're not from America and you're watching this, you're going, wait a second. America is deciding the global economy without anybody else. Is anyone else scared here? Well, it's pretty funny, too, because they were very upfront 
especially when it came to the whole topic of Switzerland, because that's one of their concerns is that Zuckerberg is looking at Switzerland for being almost like the central bank behind the cryptocurrency. And you could tell that, you know, it was very America first, you know, kind of questioning, like, please, Mark, please pick us. Yeah. um, If we let you do it. So if we just take temperature of our current kind of world, you know, where are we at in the world? What does the world look like? We each have our own borders. We we typically all have our own currency. The EU is very much like the United States, where we have one uh, currency in the United States. Of course, the EU, Europe in general has many currencies, you know, uh, Denmark and Poland and and, uh, the UK specifically don't have the EU. But the thing is, is, is if you take away everyone's currency and just say, this is the global currency, it really turns into a power struggle and it takes away power from each individual country and it puts the power in somebody else's hands. There's no such thing as, well, it puts it in this decentralized. No, it's going to be in this Facebook handpicked board of people, right? That's where the power will be. Right. And I think that Mark was trying to leverage the centralization as a positive as opposed to the decentralization of crypto, which actually is a global currency like other cryptocurrencies. However, comma, to steal that from my good friend, Kevin, um, <laughs> so, that yep. the, the, the interested parties didn't seem to think that that was necessarily a bonus either. So if we look at Libra, from what, I under, from what I'm gleaning for just from the conversations, it's part crypto, but it's part not because a cryptocurrency, the hallmark of a cryptocurrency is that it's on the blockchain and it's decentralized. So if it's not decentralized, but still using blockchains, then where's the benefit of making it crypto at all? I mean, I don't get it. Do you? It's not really crypto. It's just a digital money instead of crypto in my mind. Right. And Mark kind of kept referring it to that as well. He was like, it just, except it's so funny because he was, you know, doing these what ifs, like, wouldn't it be great if, it's like, wouldn't it be great if you could just transfer money as easy as you could, like, have a chat in one of our chat apps? And I'm like, um, you kind of can in Venmo, the cash app, you know, PayPal, you name it, Apple Pay, all those, you can just send a currency as easy it is. So, so if it's just digital money, one of the representatives, and I don't have his name, said, well, okay, then riddle me this, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg. Why don't we just take the dollar bill and make a digital version of it, a non-paper version of it, and we're done? We still control it as the government, and, and now we've kind of taken away some of these things. It's, it's easier to transact as digital. And he said there's an internal conflict on that, but I still think it comes back to power. It's, it's usually about power and money, and we're talking about the power of controlling the money with Libra. And I really think uh, Facebook's making the argument that they want to be in control. That's the whole point, right? Well, and then the U.S. is coming back with saying that they want to be in control. They're very concerned about, you know, currently the dollar is very strong globally. But if companies like a Facebook come in and you and I even talked about this as well, like who gets a cryptocurrency next? Is it Amazon? Is it Walmart? Oh, wait, Walmart's actually already trying to do it, too. So, you know, all these people are jumping on the bandwagon. And I think that the people in control of the U.S. currency valuation process are very concerned that this stuff steps on the toes of the U.S. dollar. And and I I'll I'll 
put my uh, stake in the ground. I do too. I think it's the function. And, and as one representative said, the Constitution gives the authority to create coin and currency to the U.S. government. And the idea that somebody creates their own currency, while isn't explicitly banned, um, I could definitely see where the regulatory, because we do have financial regulatory stuff here. Maybe it is explicitly banned. I don't know. That that creates a conflict of interest where, you know, imagine everyone's using Facebook Libra. Do I have to now sign up for Facebook because I need to get paid? I can only get paid because I have to have a Facebook account. I think because we're still in that realm, and he actually used this as an answer several times throughout the day, he being Mark Zuckerberg, that it's not really built yet. So I think that, um, you know, I think it's very realistic. I think if we all look inside our hearts and and know what Facebook is about, yes, you're going to have to have a Facebook account to get paid. (laughs) And it appears that I have lost the video feed on Kevin. <laughs> I am still here, Bob. So, nope. um, okay. You're still with me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how about, uh, how's our sync now? Because we're definitely having issues. I'm going to definitely have to edit this Hello. out. Can you kill your video? Uh, I yeah. did kill my video. It finally uh, just my sound right. now. <laughs> oh, you sound wow. Fine. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure where you were going, um, but uh, let's see here. Well, I basically just confirmed. I confirmed that, you know, if we really look in our heart of hearts and know what Facebook is all about, yes, you're going to need a Facebook account to get paid. Yeah. So not only do you need a Facebook account possibly to get paid, um, imagine Libra as a, a tax avoidance because Facebook's one of those companies that don't pay very many, if any, taxes. And so this experiment is kind of a win-win. If it if it goes forward, they stand to gain a lot of money. And if it completely fails, TM, then they're just going to make this part of their tax avoidance, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, but it's not typically Facebook's way to let stuff fail. But then once again, Mark kept saying, it's really not us it's the board of 12 or whatever they are, but yes, it's still them. And a couple people actually called them out on that as well. So one thing I, I was like, wait a second. So we had Congress folks saying how many minorities are on these, uh, partner boards for Libra. He didn't know how many women didn't know how many L B T G. I don't even know the acronym. I can't get that right. How many, how many those folks are on the board? Don't know. How much does it cost to be on the board? Isn't it 10 million? Yes. So if you take a step back and go, well, you don't know if there's any minorities on it, but you know that it'll cost them $10 million to have a voice. And let's say you're not a minority, two white dudes having a podcast. You know, if do all I have to do is have $10 million and now I get to be a part of the profit sharing? Is it is, is that what I'm also buying into? Yeah, they kept asking you about how they're going to make money, too. And I don't necessarily remember what or if he actually ever answered that question. Another weird thing was Mark was trying to push the, well, people trust Facebook. 
And I, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I called big time bullshit on that. Nobody, he's like, well, people, you know, people send a message and they trust that Facebook is going to deliver that message. I've never once logged into Facebook and said, you know what? I really trust this application. Well, the only thing you can trust is Facebook will try to make a buck off anything you do with their site. And because if you're not, because if you're not paying for the product, what does that mean, Kevin? You are the product. <laughs> yes. So, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack here because another congressperson, congresswoman, she said, and she finally asked the question I've always wanted to get asked, and it was, "Do you keep information on people who aren't on Facebook?" And he ducked and dodged, but he finally said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we have some information." So, do you keep profiles? Well, we don't necessarily. We have data input. I mean, he he definitely like scrolled around it. But the the gist of well, they've already been busted for that, haven't they? With apps that use their credential system, that they get information from Android users that don't even have Facebook accounts and crap like that. Busted is a relative term because I don't know that they've ever <laughs> been in. You know, I don't know if their five billion dollar fine covered some of that, but they're still doing. Okay, it. they got called out. They got called, called out. out's a little different, but I I liked the fact that it was in one of these testimonies. But to her point was, okay, let's say you're keeping information on me. I'm not on Facebook, which is exactly the position I'm in. How do I opt out? Well, you can't. They don't offer that. Right. If you're not there, you can't opt out. So I had a friend and he was trying to convince me that, uh, well, Walmart videotapes you every time you go to their store. That's the same thing as Facebook just collecting all this data and using it. And I said... That's that's different in many nuanced ways. So, you know, you go to Walmart, they're they're doing their surveillance for shoplifting, they're protecting their assets, they're, you know, in case there's any sort of internal theft. Uh in general, that's what they're looking for. They're not really using that video for uh, shopping pan maybe they are, and, and I'm being naive about this, but Facebook, I can't get I mean okay, let me go back to Walmart. Uh, I can leave Walmart and I'm out of their zone. And I know going there, they have signs posted, hey, this place is under surveillance. Facebook, they're so infected everywhere, such a pathogen. <laughs> I can't use my any apps on my phone. I can't go to any uh, mainstream website without being in the Facebook ecosystem. And I have no way to get out of it. And it's non-negotiable. I can't go somewhere I can't go to the other internet. I can go to the other grocery store or the other Walmart, you know, the competitors, but I can't go to the other internet. And I think that's the, the oh, big difference. Oh, please don't, please don't conflate Facebook with the internet. You sound like you're 65 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, uh, Facebook is, is in the background of most major websites. Yes. Yes. Now here's something that kind of blows my mind. What if Walmart is integrating with the facial recognition APIs from Facebook, and they are collecting data for the great blue one. Then I'm uncomfortable with that. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> now, I would like to think at some point, and maybe I'm losing this battle, uh, because the same friend, he's like, well, it's inevitable. And I've heard a podcast co-host say that, hey, Kevin, <laughs> this stuff's kind of inevitable. Just accept it. And I'm, I'm, I guess I'm dying. I'm choosing this hill to die on because I don't think we have to accept it. We, we, it's, it's like going back to the 1970s before privacy laws and things like that and say, well, you don't have any expectation of privacy. I'm sorry. It's America. No, 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 we do. And, and let's write some protections and some laws and define this. And 
the problem is, is we're, we're, we're in front of our skis here, if you will, because the technology is, again, way ahead of us and the laws are just way behind. And I think we can solve a lot of this through laws if we can somehow get Congress to actually do something other than, say, impeachment and a president to do something other than throw hyperbole bombs on the world. Yeah, this does feel like it would be one of those do something type areas but i i just i feel like it's gonna take it's gonna take a decade for them to even ramp up to do something and by then won't it be too late um it's never too late i'd like to stick with that it's never too yes we know the whole well once it's on the internet got it but we can turn the the spigot off at some point and you can go well pre-2019 or pre-2020 yeah that shit's out there man but after 2020 that you know that shit should not be out there anymore. If it is, somebody needs to go to jail. Yeah, but there was a little bit of a power struggle today between like Mark saying that you know the beauty of what Facebook is is what lends credibility to Libra, and then the questioning against him was how are you going to ensure us that Libra <laughs> doesn't turn out to be another Facebook? Like that felt really weird to me. Yeah, and uh, let's see, I've got his name right here. Uh, Representative Scott Tipton, he asked, hey, since you know we've had all these breaches at Facebook, what assurances do we have that this payment system you're making is safe? And Zuckerberg kept it real succinct. We'll keep it separate. Okay, so what's in the other shoebox? So the, the burglar's in there, right? Yeah, and don't you feel like the, the same dedication to security and privacy that they, he's going to, you know, allegedly build into Libra should probably be built into a social media platform? Oh, 100% sure. Yeah, but it, but yeah, so where is that, right? Um, it's just such a hollow statement for him to say, we'll keep it separate. Like, stop. Another person, a representative, equated Facebook to its own country. And then Libra puts another nail in that coffin of truth because it's like wait a second you have your own groups you have your you have larger user base than most countries have in their entire actually maybe all countries because i don't think china has two billion maybe they do um and now you want your own currency at some point is it just the united state of facebook and all other governments have been dissolved I would call it Facebookistan. Facebookistan. I like it. <laughs> Bookistan. I think I think that's the name of the episode right there. Facebook. Ask yourself this, Bob. Do you want the the future leader of Earth to be the guy who in, invented the Are You Hot or Not at Harvard app? I think it's inevitable. I think he's already well in the running. Good lord. Speaking of which, similar. So there was one of the congresswomen likened what was happening to a Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. But so here's my question, though, because I like I said, I was kind of busting my butt at work today and uh, I didn't catch how she tied the two together. She, she, I heard her say Black Mirror episode, but I wasn't really sure how she was getting there. Help me out. Uh, hmm, I can't get it in her head, but because she kept it really short, it's basically like, this This sounds like a Black Mirror episode. I'm like, yes, yes, it does. <laughs> so it's just, I guess, the whole premise of it all. And 
that's just well it is the whole premise i mean it, it, i kind of hate that i keep bringing this up but it is it's it's back to nosedive so you have that ubiquitous social network and then you have your you know your clout capital which dictates everything and that currency could totally play into that so it is it is totally black mirror Representative Anthony Gonzalez um, ended his line of questioning with, we should seek ways to decentralize Libra. And the only thing I could come away with is, wait, you're saying we should invent Bitcoin? Um, done and done, right? <laughs> yeah, and that just begs another interesting question. Why doesn't Libra just spin up as a cryptocurrency? Why? Because it comes back because to control, it- Bob. So I can tell you that it's this committee will be in charge of everything. But if I say, well, let's use Bitcoin, suddenly that committee, who is really just a puppet organization for Mr. Zuck, no longer has the power, Bob. And we can't have that. Right. Because if you're trading and if you're taking true crypto payments, it's going to be any payment. It doesn't have to be just Libra. So several lines of questioning came about child exploitation and whatnot. And if you have a... um, anonymous payments then you're an ena- oh, you're an enabler that's a whole good one. Yeah. and then that parlayed into end-to-end encryption one one representative was really like against end-to-end encryption and it's a contentious topic not gonna lie you and i have had yet another episode on such a thing um but it was actually brought up by i think it was a democrat from illinois he sounded like he was a developer because he actually had very intelligent questions and yeah but he also postured with some like bullshit statements like i'm not going to try to stump the dumb guy in the room or i'm not going to play dumb guy in the room or something like that it's like stop it there's two techie guys one guy totally sounded like he was just throwing out jargon like hoping something sticks and then (laughs) the other guy was like okay but one thing he brought up was is about private keys and whatnot basically who owns the private keys of all these you know because you can say it's this crypto or it's blockchain or whatever but if if the just like end of end encryption, if the private key is not held by the only by the person who wants to keep a secret, the, ergo the end user, it's not really private. You know, it's it's right. it's like we're solving problems that don't exist so that Facebook can benefit. Is what it seems like to me. Yeah, I, I was very interested by the the way that the line of questioning was deviating all over the place, but it works perfectly for an episode like ours. But <laughs> <laughs> right. That same guy he was talking about, and this actually came up a couple different times in the questioning from a couple different uh, Congress people uh, about the, um, you know, just the incidents of child trafficking, the explicit images, the child pornography, all this kind of stuff. And uh, the that conversation of end-to-end encryption came up and with the, and he was comparing messenger to WhatsApp and the reporting of child endangerment basically is much higher on messenger than WhatsApp. But the assumption is, is like one, I think he said was 1.6 billion users. And the other one was 1.3 billion. Um, Messenger was the lower of the two, but had a higher reported incidence. And he was trying to equate, the end-to-end encryption with the lack of discovery and reporting. But you're a proponent of end-to-end, right? Well, so it's a slippery slope. On one hand, yes, I am, because I don't want Facebook, I don't want Twitter, I don't want hosting provider getting in my business. 
because my conversation is supposed to be between me and the end user. And Twitter's already admitted to, yeah, we go through your DMs. Make sure you're following whatever. I'm sure Facebook does. Maybe they have or haven't admitted it. So that's the idealistic. The bad side of that is, is that means people can communicate terrorists, uh, you know, uh, you know, child pornography that that enables that. So they're they're at competing ends of the spectrum. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but I also really liked the logic flow of them basically saying, hey, Mark, don't tell us about your cryptocurrency having end to end encryption, because that just means it's going to be another vehicle for for bad guys, bad actors. Um, but that's also a common trope or a common argument with technology oh this we can't well let's go back to our tech of weed we can't have weed bob because of that one person insert anecdotal evidence who was doing insert and another you know bad thing so nobody can have cannabis sounds good right (laughs) yeah but those those congress people actually had backing evidence because of the fuckery that goes on on facebook why wouldn't that also go on in their crypto market um True. Uh, so <laughs> there's very little binary good, er, something that's 100% good and something that's 100% bad, right? Um, there's going to be a modicum of, well, there is some good in here and there's some bad. What is the relationship between good versus bad? And I think that has to be somewhat of a guiding principle. And I don't know that I'm the person to answer that, but I'm just saying you have to, there's no cut and dry because if you ask Twitter, Twitter will come at you with all this anecdotal evidence for either side. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, who gets to decide whether or not this is good technology, bad technology, end to end encryption. Is that good? Is it bad? Well, it depends. And so. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned Twitter because Twitter was actually supposed to be there today, were they not? Uh, or were they just invited? So we watched C you and I or I watched C SPAN, the video version, and before Zuck spoke, they had a, a panel in a different room talking about social media and tech and, and whatnot. And Twitter was invited to be on the, the board or the panel and they declined. However, they showed up as audience members, or at least one representative. And what was interesting is they opted out of being on the panel, but once it was discovered that, you know, this guy who's sitting right here is the Twitter representative, people stopped asking questions of the panelists. They started asking questions across the room. So, hey, Twitter guy, insert question here. And then so like for like five. <laughs> That's typically not how that's supposed to no. go. <laughs> and so for like five to ten questions, it was totally like, wait a second. He's not on the panel. We're up here. Anyone got a question? You know, up here. <laughs> and uh it was kind of funny, but that was that was all before the Zuckerberg stuff. I'm so sad I missed that part. What about this part? Representative Ayana, if I can sp- or pronounce her name, Presley, I think I got that one right, was explaining <laughs> to Mr. Zuckerberg how privileged he was. And then she had, uh, you know, kind of a common thing is she believes the power should be close to the pain. Because the farther the power and the pain are, the more or the less understanding of the situation so uh was this the woman that was asking him if he'd be willing to be a grief counselor or whatever that uh, term was? possibly they're all blending together but i found it very interesting that she basically was saying mark you're so removed from actual users 
that you're in a la-la land. You have no idea what reality is like in the trenches. People are getting hurt. People are getting abused. People are whatnot. And then not to mention, or I guess to mention, the 15,000 people that are looking through all the content, getting PTSD, blah, 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 blah. Yes, that was the same person because she said that they get, what, nine minutes of uh, of monitored, monitored probably isn't the right word. Gosh, I wish I had the transcript in front of me. But basically it was like, she said, you can go cry in the stairwell for nine minutes and have a manager watch. Oh my God. <laughs> and she, and she asked him if he would be willing to be one of those support people to be with their, you know, their content uh, editors, checkers, when they get that nine minutes, like that's just weird. They're allowed nine minutes of personal and, time. And it was brought up that if they have issues, mental issues and have to quit their job, then their benefits like most jobs stop. And then any sort of counseling would stop and they're really not afforded time off to deal with some of the things that they see. And they, they sometimes see shootings, murder, suicides. It's nuts. Do you remember that show that Joe Rogan used to be the host on? Fear Factor? Uh, Fear Factor. Yeah. Could you imagine if that was a Fear Factor challenge to be a a content surveyor (laughs) at at one of the social networking companies and see who lasted the longest? Yeah, that that wouldn't be something I would want to do. Um, I did find that one person, and I don't remember his name, he, he did say, you know what? You guys should be broke up. You're a monopoly. And basically, like I said, my time is up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of surprised that more people didn't try to throw that in. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of glad that they didn't because that's kind of grandstanding and pontificating. Um, the connection between them facilitating, whether it's, you know, really just a shadow roundtable or whatever, you know, board of directors or not, they're at least still trying to separate themselves a little bit from being the controlling interest of Libra. They're just introducing it. But I guess I see how it all goes together. Another line of questioning, uh, Zuckerberg admitted to having a hand in leaving up the air quotes Pelosi video on Facebook. Um, But to me, he kept hiding behind, well, it's our policy to do this. It's our policy to do this. Hey, Mark, Spoiler alert, you make the policies, the policies, you can change the policies. See how easy that was? So I, I thought that was a sham. It was crazy. I mean, it not necessarily just totally related to this um, this hearing, but the fact that you know he had recently, was it even like last week, came out and said that they're not going to like disinformation and misinformation is not one of the things that they're focused on in their content moderation. Oh, I just like that blows. My yeah. Mind. So for the lay listener, apparently Facebook said, fuck it. We can't figure out what's right and wrong ourselves. So we're just going to let po- any politicians, cause they're apparently one of the biggest offenders of truth, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> we're, we're going to just let them say whatever. And we don't have to fact check them. And, and uh, representative Vince Vicente Gonzalez says, wait a second. You're telling me if a politician says, if you do X, Y, Z, ICE will come to your house and arrest you. Oh, yeah. If you take the census. Yes. Yeah. ICE, and 
knowing that that is false and somebody doesn't show up to the polls because of that, because you had to show ID or whatever, proof of citizenship, whatever, um, you wouldn't take that down. And Zuckerberg, I just thought his logic circuits were just going to throw an exception there. You know, he's just like, well, aha, yeah. So your fucking policy of just let politicians do whatever have real world consequences. Yeah. And the fact that he, like, his, I don't, I don't even get his defense of that. Like, he could say, we don't have the resources. He could say, you know, he could say a numerous amount of things. He kept referencing, um, if something goes viral, we will take a look at it. And of course, I did viral in air quotes. But it's like, who's the who's the determining factor if something has gone viral or not? Is there a threshold of how many shares? I, I just don't, I don't get it. I, it. Well, we've talked ad infinitum on how five dollars well that's actually two words add Damn space it. infinitum <laughs> but so do i get so it's like more like two and three dollars so anyway um we've talked to, yeah, maybe one and four to great extent that it's virtually impossible to have a fair system of moderation yet both political parties are clamoring that they need it. And Facebook is is trying to say we're being fair. Twitter, same thing. We have these policies. But at the end of the day, there, in my humble opinion, this is Kevin, there is no such thing as fair. There is no such thing as fair. You might as well just say, you know what? This is what we're going to do. And don't defend it with we're trying to be fair. No, we're not. We're, this is what we do. You don't like it. Fucking leave. I don't know. I mean, you have kids. I have kids. Fair is a line. And some people are on one side of the line and some people are on the other. But you can benefit from fairness by choice. Fairness. Fairness fairness has no judgment. Fairness is a straight line right down the middle. I disagree. And you choose to be on one side or another. I disagree. I, I, I was, before you said uh, judgment, I was going to say, it, in my mind, I said it requires adjudication. Somebody has to determine whether or not something is fair or not. Fairness doesn't exist without a perspective, in my opinion. Well, no, the, the fairness is the fairness is the line. The adjudication says if, which side of the line you're on. But that's subjective. Is that's just, my point. Fair, but fairness is everything is black or everything is white. I disagree. So therefore, there are no grades. I disagree. I, fair, <laughs> so I got four kids and guess what the same situation may come up for the for different kids and they might get different outcomes because and it's not fair it's because i've tailored it to them and their personalities but if the rule is you have to be in by 10 you either choose to be out past 10 or in by 10 and that the, the rule is the rule like fair is how you interpret how the rule is applied to you so but the rule that's what becomes what is fair. I don't know, because you may say your curfew is 10 o'clock because you're responsible. Yours is 1030 or no, yours is 830 because there ain't no way I'm trusting you to be out that late. Yeah, but you can't do that to a society at large. You have to have that's why we have law. Well, true. So so these are inherent problems we have, right? Because. You got to say nobody can murder, not just not just you. You can murder, but not you. you can, right. I got that. But that's that's on the spectrum. Put it right there. As we move towards speeding tickets, 
Ah, you get a warning. You don't. Is that fair, Bob? That's the application of the law. So that the so so that officer is adjudicating taking, on the spot. You're getting a warning. Yes, but that officer is the one that's manipulating fairness, not the law itself. Like, oh. all right, one plus one is two. Is it unfair if you say it's three? No, you're just wrong. I think I think you're conflating facts and um, some things with judgment. Judgment requires, I believe, a person, and fairness requires a person. There, I don't know if there's such a thing as a fair law or unfair law because if I say people over eighteen can smoke, people under eighteen cannot. Is that a fair law? Well, depends who you ask. Right. But I think in the case of we're talking about our friends at Facebook, there there are no rules to govern. So everything can be interpreted as fair or unfair. Right. Well, they make their, they make their own side rules. Of, right. And that makes it easy. But here, all I'm saying is, is I think they need to get out of the business of caring about what's fair or not. They should just say, yeah, we left that video up. Yeah, we took it down. End statement. I don't, they right. don't owe an explanation. They get in trouble when they start explaining because then we start going, oh, it's a society. Oh, well, that video is good. So my video is good. No, they can say that one was good and that one's good. And it could be the same video. And they took one down and they can say, yeah, that's the way it works. It's our private platform. Of course, you'll get a bunch of people saying free speech. I'd like to remind everyone that free speech only applies to government oppression. It has nothing to do with Facebook. Right. Were you encouraged? freaked out or both at the amount of attention that our legislators, our government bodies are now starting to put on the value of Facebook as a platform for good and or evil, mostly evil. Um, I think it's good that it's getting the attention it deserves. I think it's bad that it's still a fog of war for a politician. They have no idea why it's bad, but they know it's bad. But I, <laughs> but I think they're starting to get it. When you talk about influence and possible misinformation, disinformation being part uh, of that influence and targeting to specific groups and being able to suppress votes and things like that, even though Mark said, oh, actually, I think he said we're working on a voter suppression rule or something. Um, but the fact that they're now, they understand it and like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Cortez, AOC, um, she was very on top of it with her line of questioning about could she run an ad to do this? Could she run an ad? And then basically she was, I could, so in an ad, I could say something that is not true. Yeah. And be okay. It'd be okay. Yeah. Like that's a big thing. That's giant. So where it gets weird is because we have political ad laws because Zuckerberg's even admitted today. Yes, we took Russian foreign money for political ads. Oops, our bad. We didn't know. Now we do. So we're, we put in controls for that. And then um, Maxine. So now they just route the money through U.S. banks. <laughs> they route it through. They route it through Libra in Switzerland. <laughs> 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 right. So and then Too soon. <laughs> Maxine Waters, she opened with, hey, you you've gotten in trouble before with housing discrimination ads. So I don't really find problem too much with Facebook um, moderating speech as much as I do. They, they violate 
uh, these other two things like housing and election or whatever interference, because it's fine if you want to kill off this this video for whatever reason, but it's not okay because they're in the advertising business. Certain other laws apply. So the free speech really doesn't apply to Facebook, but housing laws and election laws do. And that's where I think they need to be fair. They're in the advertising business and that's where they need to do their effort. And I would just say for the rest of the stuff, you know what? This is what we want on our platform or not. If you don't like it, go to another platform. The problem with that is, is we're going to buy that <laughs> other platform yeah, when, it, when it does exist because it doesn't presently. And it's like, you know, think about this. We've both built things on the web. Um, so they have an ad platform. You're an advertiser. You could open a page and say that it's not political. You could open an entity and say that it's not related to housing. You can pick a different category for your ad. And then basically you can pick all the targeting parameters that would be against the law for a housing related ad or a politically related ad. And unless they figure out a way to find that and identify it as political or related to um, housing, urban development, um, they're going to get away with breaking the rules. I think the, the software is just not that good. I think Facebook, I, I hate to, I hate the victim society, but I'm going to make Facebook a victim. I think they're a victim of their own success and greed. <laughs> oh, it definitely marks ego. Like you can, I mean, think about it. If you were in front of, you know, a representative of 465 members of Congress, like that was a committee that represents that branch of government. Like, wouldn't you be humbled? He would, he was not humbled at all. He was like, I know my shit. You pretty much all don't. You're not in my head. You're not in my company. Why are you asking me all these dumb questions? Like, that's the vibe I get from him. Yeah. If you physically, he doesn't look like he would carry the ego that he does. But good Lord, the man is, I think, just power freaking lust. Yeah, power lust. That's what he's into. Because when you get to be a billionaire, I, I would agree it's not about the money anymore. It's about the trophies. It's about how I made a mark in society. I mean, look at our president, right? I mean, there, he, the man probably doesn't need any more money. He just wants to accolade, 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 you know, push up daisies, you know, then build. Well, he can't keep he can't keep money. So that's, you know, money's off the table for him. So. And for Zuckerberg, hey, I created this one thing. What am I going to do for my next act? I know. I'll I'll completely disrupt the entire world's economy and oh by the way I'll be in charge of it. Sounds good. Someone even complimented him on the fact that he's been in this game in that starring role at that one position. Like in the tech world, that's virtually unheard of. Yeah, normally by now you're like, "Fuck it, I'm out. I'm, I'm I'll see you in Ibiza or or wherever." And or your board of directors has asked you to step down, but he's set up the company in such a way that that can't happen. Like that's it's just so bizarre. Uh, yeah, I mean, not only that, um, he's lining the pockets of everyone around him, and eventually you reach critical mass of the people you are influencing, and uh, you suddenly get supported for anything you do, even if it's bad, right? Oh, yeah. Did you see check out that peep the line of questioning of like, you know, have you been known to have, or your company been known to do 
uh, work with the Trump businesses? How many lawyers do you have here in D.C.? Like all kinds of like leading questions of like how dirty, <laughs> how dirty is Facebook? Well, there's already a meme going around when somebody compared Zuckerberg to Donald Trump. I'm sure it was a Republican. Trump. Hey, you're just like my boyfriend Donald, and you know, there were I when the thing started, I was like, holy crap! Maybe the Republicans and Democrats can agree on one thing: Facebook needs dealt with. And for the most part, it was going great. And then once you get through those middle questioners, because they go in rank order, you know, once you get to those middle ones, uh, insert something here. Hi, Donald. I, I'm supporting you right here. Hi, Donald. I just want, can you retweet me, please? I mean, it was just like these suck ups. Elevate me, please. Yes. Elevate me. Yeah. So I just like, okay. And then, of course, there's a Republican who's asking dad jokes. And uh, one of the things he was saying, he asked Zuckerberg, did you hear, hey, how true was the social network movie? <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, was he the same guy who said, who's going to play me in, yes. in, in, in 2.0? Yeah, and then he ends yeah. with, oh, it's going to be Tom Cruise. I want Tom Cruise. I'm like, dude, you just wasted everyone's time. Everyone. And it's also not taking it very seriously. And what they were talking about had global implications. Yeah. It's just so. Uh, I, I, I felt it was going well. But once we got to that guy, I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? And Paul I actually felt bad for Mark. I'm like, come on. Those are some inappropriate statements and questions. Come on. I mean, I actually want the man to, to pull his head out of his ass, not actually answer whether or not social network was true to life or not. I kind of wish you would have like slapped him down and been like can we can we make this a little more serious and do you have any serious questions for me related to this very important topic that i'm bringing to your attention thank you congressman (laughs) for your question i just want you to know you've cost my company 200 million dollars in the span of your remarks thank you (laughs) somebody did thank his shareholders because of the amount of money it probably cost them to be there today it's just all so weird so surreal I did find the the uh, kind of closing comments were pretty good. Um, the Republican, Patrick Henry, I think he was the ranking uh, minority um, Republican. So he, he raised a good point. Innovation is great, but it needs to be responsible innovation. And of course, I'm thinking Jurassic Park. Anyone? Hello? Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, so I felt that was a good uh, one. Uh, uh. Um, and then... Uh, Apparently, the person from Guam sat in for Maxine Waters uh, while she, uh, she went somewhere. And he he's not called a representative. It, they had the abbreviation of DEL period. I don't know what that means. Does that mean delegate? I don't know what kind of representation Guam has, but he was there. That's a really good question. In fact, I'm like, wait a second, Guam. Okay, it's American territory. Then like later on, I'm like, wait a second, Guam. Do they get a seat in Congress? I don't. I don't know. I feel like I thought they had one seat. Uh, if only there was a way to find if out. If only we had a global network of computers um, and like an online digital encyclopedia, if you will. Apparently they have an at-large congressional district. And there was a House of Representative election in Guam in 2018. Hmm. So now I want to know about Puerto Rico and all the other places, but I digress. <laughs> but oh, non-voting members of the United States House of Representatives called either delegates or resident commissioners. 
commissioner in the case of Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico has a resident commissioner. All right. So they get to ha- so they get to hang out around the water cooler, eat all the snacks, go to the the lounges, but they can't vote, right? Correct. In 1972, the House also agreed to admit uh, a guy's name that I'm not going to butcher as a delegate from Guam. All right. Well, the delegate Michael San Nicholas of Guam, he closed with the old uh, statement of with great power comes great responsibility. And I I thought I heard that. I feel like there was a little bit of a, um, you know, maybe, hey, Mark. Cool idea, but now you need to you need to think this through, buddy. And then um, I'm not sure if you back to Jurassic Park. Exactly, <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw Representative Joyce uh, Beatty. And I, when I heard her name, I'm like Beatty, like Beatty Barr. I'm like, nope, spelled different. <laughs> it's probably like B E A T T Y, right? And I was pretty sure she was going to spank Mark before the, her time was up. She was getting pretty riled up. I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't owe that lady any money ever. Because she will come find me <laughs> and it will be bad. So there were some very passionate lines of questioning. I'm going to put them in air quotes because a lot of those were people just stating their beliefs about where Facebook has run amok. So, <sighs> man. Anyway, it was a six hour uh, testimony given today. Um, and, and we're going to start breaking down minute by minute. Right we now. are not. Um, <laughs> I, I did find it kind of silly that Mark's like, can I have a potty break? I've been drinking a lot of water. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Robots can fill up their insides too. But anyway, so. It was actually really well timed because he asked for that five minute recess and then they all had to like run to another room and vote or yeah, something. Exactly. So he actually got a nice little half hour break. Exactly. All right. I just pretty much blew everything out there that i knew about this and yeah that's perfect because we're sitting at an hour and uh, i'll probably do some flashbacks to our libra episode in here too so we'll be pushed over the hour limit for sure awesome well maybe maybe one day when kevin has big boy internet we can actually live stream one of these suckers and just give some hot takes right away what do you think that'd be awesome because you know i keep wanting to try the live feature so yeah there's that all right man uh well good stuff and uh since we don't have uh electrical things at the end of podcasts anymore i'm not sure how to tie this one up so over to you till next time thanks for listening to the bob and kevin good night and good luck (laughs) god bless the united states of america hey have you ever wondered how you can get in touch with us at the bob and kevin show well first you can try us via email at comments at bobandkevinshow.com. Or are you more into social? If so, you can find us on Twitter at Bob and Kevin Show. Or on Instagram as Bob N. Kevin Show. That's Bob, the letter N, Kevin Show. And if you're still on Facebook, you can even find us at facebook.com slash Bob and Kevin Show. And for the serious business fans, you can even find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash the dash Bob dash Kevin dash show. How's that for a handle? Let's connect. 